a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, one night while trying to fall asleep, she saw a white light. And when she stared at it, she saw the profile of a girl. What exactly was she seeing? This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Share those real ghost stories with us because we love to hear them. Call in anytime. It's 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. And if you would like to be a premium subscriber, you don't get the commercials. You do get all the advanced episodes and you do get access to the archive. You can do that through Apple Podcasts where you can try it three days free. You can also sign up through patreon.com slash real ghost stories or at ghostpodcast.com. I'm Carol Hughes and Kathy Gordon, also known as my sister, is with us today. And so it's we're recording this on a Monday. So yesterday I get a call from Kathy and she's like, Oh my God, I've got to tell you something. And I'm like, well, what? I did. I had, I was like, she should, I, she better answer her phone. She better answer her phone. She better answer the phone. Cause I really need to get this out of me. Cause I got to tell her this. Back to the conversation in a second. Uh, if you have not finished your holiday shopping yet, do not panic. There's still time to find incredible original gifts with the help of Uncommon Goods. Yes, UncommonGoods.com. I'm Tony Bruschi. I love this site. I love what they offer. It has the absolute best gifts for everyone in your life. We're talking moms, dads, teens, in-laws, besties. You're one and only. It's not the stuff you can find just anywhere. Uncommon Goods has unique creative gifts, often handmade by independent artists and makers, which I think makes it a very unique site for getting exactly what they say. Uncommon goods. Skip the gifts that scream last minute, or uh, this was in a shipping container for the last seven months coming from some country that we don't know the name of. Go to uncommongoods.com. Yeah. And you can get amazing products, amazing gifts that are high quality, unique, and often, like I said, handmade or even made right here in the U.S. They're the most meaningful, out of the ordinary gifts anywhere. From art, jewelry, kitchen, home bar, uncommon goods is something for everyone. I just found the coolest cocktail smoker I've ever seen for making old fashions. I, I love those. They're my like favorite kind of old timey drink. Uh, and this smokes them. It's really cool. There's so many neat things on this site. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash ghost. That's uncommongoods.com slash ghost for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. So now I just set that up so you have to tell everybody else. 
you know, there can be a sciencey explanation in all of this. And I keep trying to find out and I'm reaching out to all my sciencey people too that think in this logical Spock sort of way that they do, right? I'm I'm not that person. I'm an art person, so I don't think that way. But about two weeks ago, I was asleep and it was almost almost three o'clock in the morning. I I was woken up by kind of a, you know, a crash. And I, you know, sit up. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is it? And I look over, I flip on my light. And one of the um, pictures, I have like a wall that's kind of about- a gallery wall. Yeah, it's it's got, you know, maybe eight, ten pictures. They're small ones, just kind of arranged together. There's even a clock in the middle of it. It's about three feet from my bed, right? Like I can walk through to my bed, and that's the side I sleep on. And a picture had fallen off. So I look at this picture, and I'm like, Okay, it was up with those little strips, those sticky strips. What are those called? You know what I'm talking about. And you you attach yeah. it to the wall with those adhesive strips. I can't think what they're that, called, but yes. You know, we I guess we don't have to do a commercial for them, so it's okay. But y'all know what we're talking about. So I'm like, okay, those sticky strips just gave out. I, I have had it hanging there for five years. So I got all the good out of those sticky strips there was. And flip off the light, and in the morning I get up and I look, and it had fallen down, and it it had just gone kind of straight down, and was leaned up against the wall. I picked it up, and one of the mitered corners had come apart. So I took everything apart, put some wood glue on it, put it back together, cleaned everything up, checked the glass really good to make sure there weren't any fractures in the glass or anything. Or, you guys, I'm a matter framer. I'm an art teacher. I do this all the time. Right. I constantly check to make sure everything's right. I've done this forever. We have art shows. It's not uncommon for me to matter frame 60 works. And I will say you also now know how to hang something because of your experience. You're good at hanging (laughs) art. Right. And so I have done so many shows and hung so many shows in my life. So... In this particular frame I looked at, and it, it's completely flush on the back, so I can't really hang it with a hook unless I go get one of those sawtooth little things. And I thought, you know what? It lasted for five years. I'm going to put it back up with the sticky strips. Only this time I will adjust the strips so they're not in exactly the same place because just in case that adhesive is goofy or something that was on there and and um I thought, I will put it in a new spot. So I adjusted the spots. I adjusted the spots on the wall. Before I dropped the glass in the frame, I really checked it out and to make sure that it could still breathe, right? I, you don't want glass to be too tight in a frame. I, you know, I know all these things. And so I checked it all out, looked good, put the mat in. Everything's nice. It's, it's snug, but it's not too tight. Hang it up. And so then... Two nights later, on Friday, Friday, right? Or was it Saturday night? What day Saturday did I night. You? Okay, it was Saturday night. So two days after I hang it up, I'm sleeping soundly in the, mil- in the middle of the night. Once again, just about three o'clock in the morning, 
all of a sudden there is this really loud crash and it's really loud. It was so loud that the first thing I did was turn on the light. I just reached over and, you know, pulled the cord on my light and turned the light on to see what had happened because it sounded like an explosion. It really did. And that frame had fallen down again, only this time it had fallen with, I can't even explain the force that this thing came off of the wall with because it's down on the ground, but it is, there's glass everywhere. And you all know that if a frame falls down, most of the time the glass stays in the frame pretty much because it's, you know, inside the edges and it cracks and and breaks, but it kind of stays in it. But it also fell on carpet and it fell on carpet, right? This had, had hit with such an, such force that it broke again. Only this time you explained this to me, it broke in the middle of the frame, not at one of the mitered edges, but in one of the middle uh, of, it broke the wood in half. It just broke the wood in half. I've never seen anything like it. I had glass all over, but what where what it made my when it made my heart stop was I looked over at my nightstand and on my nightstand, up on my nightstand was glass and there were these two pieces of glass on top of my Kindle which is for, that I use for reading that are stacked up. Yeah, one's on top of the other. And I'm looking at them going there's no way that glass would shatter like this and go about three feet in the air to get and three feet across over to get to my table. It's got to go up three feet and over three feet to land on my table and then land in a stack. And the only way it could land And they're big pieces out of this frame. These aren't little pieces. These are big chunks of glass out of this frame. That I think what made my heart stop is it looked as if someone set them there. Yeah. And it was so weird. And like the thing is, is if if a picture's on the wall and it falls off the wall, the glass would break at the point of impact. Right. So the glass would have broken on the ground. But with it ending up on your nightstand, which is probably three feet off the ground, three and a half feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. It had to have broken above the nightstand or it would have bounced up onto the nightstand. It had to bounce those up, scenarios up three no feet sense. and over three yeah, feet no, from where neither it fell. Of those. So the only thing that makes sense is it and was... land on top of each other once they got like there. Like it, it exploded and shot him out and then they would lay on... The, but that makes no sense. I know. I, and the, it, I honestly feel like it exploded. It just exploded on the wall. But what I just, I keep thinking, like it exploded with such force that it broke the frame in the middle of one of the sides of the frame, not at the corners, but in the middle, and it snapped it in two. Yeah. Like that kind of force, I have never in my life seen anything like that and i keep thinking could it have been that there was a fracture in the glass and i think but that's so weird because i checked it really good before i put it back in but and a fracture of the glass even if it fractured the glass maybe it would 
up. I don't know. I don't know. You know, and I keep thinking temperature fluctuations. Could something like that have... But the force with which it did it is what gets me. The other thing that I keep thinking about, too, is the glass that's, that was stacked nicely laying on my nightstand on my Kindle was maybe 10 inches from my head when it shot out of there. Yeah, that could have landed right on your face. Yeah, so, it, how, so did, it was how did your um, son, because I heard you guys talking about it when I called in over Zoom, you were on the phone. Mm-hmm. Did he have any insight? What did, he's, he's a sciencey brain uh-huh. guy. He's a nurse anesthesiologist. Yes, he's a science brain guy. And he's he's like, he's like kind of thinking that there must have been some sort of stress fracture in the glass. And then putting it in there caused this pressure to build up. And then it exploded, which is possible. And I can I can give all of that. I can say, could be, could be, could be. I think it landed weird for that, but still, it could be. Nobody's going to explain to me how the glass nicely stacked. And I sent Carol the picture, yeah, to show her because I was at brunch with my friend Kyle yesterday, and we were sitting there trying to debunk it. So I'm sending Kathy questions. (laughs) What about this? And then you sent me the picture and it was just, it's really strange. It is. And the the way the frame broke, because I showed you, I sent you the picture of how the frame broke too. Yeah. Because the first it, picture you sent, I was like, okay, could it, because it was all pretty close up. So you couldn't really tell until you sent me the picture farther away. I'm like, could the, could the picture have hit the, the nightstand on the way down? But... It's a good couple feet away. It would have had to fallen off the wall and sharply gone to its left, <laughs> which, which that is, makes no sense. It, that is not gravity. Well, and the other thing that's weird is it's in a grouping of what, eight, nine, ten pictures? Yeah. And nothing else was amiss. Like if it's coming down, wouldn't it have knocked some of those down with it or done something, you know, that they were crooked or something? Yeah, Kyle and I were trying to debunk it, and we we were like, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And like I said, when I saw it, I'm like, okay, it fell down. I'm thinking this is weird. I, I can't. Um, the force, the force of it to snap a frame in half in the middle of the wood, right? But then it's... But, what made me my blood run cold was when I saw the glass stacked on top of each other. It's as if someone picked up these and they're big pieces off of this frame. And like, why if they'd have hit that my nightstand that hard, they should have broken on my nightstand, right? They shouldn't have been these big pieces still. Yeah, that made one on sense. top of each other. So if somebody these, has these some, pieces are like eight yeah. inches long, I right? would like somebody to share if they got a good debunkable, you know, some kind, write in if you got an idea on how this could be non-paranormal. We would love to hear it. So you could write in at realghoststoriesonline.com or find me on Facebook, Carol Hughes or Kathy Gordon on Facebook. We're pretty easy to find. Mm -hmm. And just send us a message. Like I said, okay, I will even say that something happened, built up pressure and exploded. 
I can give it that. I can give it a sciencey reason up until these two pieces of glass look like somebody just set them on top of my Kindle. That explanation explanation of the exploding frame slash glass because the frame broke, then I would think it would be a lot of small pieces. It was weird. There were some small pieces oh, yeah, that I picked up, of course. You know, I did. I did pick. But how do they hit when, the? How do they hit the nightstand without breaking? That's what I'm saying. You know, this is, and that's why I was when I sat there and I'm looking over everything in the middle of the night, and I'm going, okay, it fell down again. Okay, okay, you know, calmed my heart and everything. I was fine until I looked at those two pieces of glass sitting on the table, like someone took them together and set them down to get them out of the way. So after all that, did you get up and watch a Golden Girls or anything? Or what you did know, you I, do? Honest, I'll be honest with you. I was too scared. I was too scared to get up. I was too scared to go out in the other room. I, I was absolutely, I had a really bad feeling. I had a horrible feeling. <sighs> and maybe I should have not had a horrible feeling because maybe something stopped those two pieces of glass from hitting me. True. And took them and set them down. Like I said, I felt like it was something else that I was okay until I looked over and saw that right beside me on my end table as if something had picked him up and just set him there. Theories are more than welcome. Yes. <laughs> Please let us know if you have one because you and I are so not scientifically minded. I don't know how it happens. It makes no sense to me. So all I, I'm going to do is go as paranormal. I I don't know, you guys. I, I just know that it scared the crap right out of me. I couldn't turn the light off again. Have so, you had a talk with your house? Like, hey, seriously, that was too and much. And it always happens in the bedroom. Now, this has been like, I don't know, maybe three, four years ago now. I was now. I also think it's weird that they fell off both about three o'clock in the morning in the middle of the which night, which is like, strange. Yes, but it's why? Like, why? Yeah, but that, that you could be like, happened. okay, they just did. Okay, just happened to be that, right? I would say three or four years ago, I heard a crash, and I went into, and it came from down there. So I go down to my bedroom, in that same grouping of pictures. Right. Only this time it was a different picture had fallen off the wall, but it was a nail that held it up and somehow it had come off of the nail and it had flown across the room. Like if it had flown straight, it would have flown onto my bed, but it veered to the right. So it it went diagonally and landed at, you know, about five feet from the foot of my bed. And it landed with such force that it it was the metal frame and it bent the metal frame. Now, here's a question. You have two other bedrooms in that house. Have you considered moving into one of the other bedrooms? I, I, I have now. <laughs> I really have. this is the now same I've bedroom got, that you have. See, this is the same one that I have the problems with, with the things rearranging on my dresser. Um, I've seen the man standing in the doorway a couple times. You know, I have the the electronics thing that my Bluetooth speaker yeah. won't work there. Works everywhere else in the house, just not there. I'm beginning to think maybe it's a new room. Maybe I need a fresh start in a different bedroom. 
I'm just telling you, I would have to take so much Benadryl to ever fall asleep in your well, house. Last <laughs> night, I was just going then, to Madden. I said, my dog, Madden, God dang, we got to go to bed. I know. I really and then don't want to go. And I, it's I'm like, scared to go there. Because you're going to drift. <laughs> as you're trying to drift off to sleep, all you think about is, what if it happens? Is it going to happen? I don't know if it's going to happen. And then you can't ever relax. I know, right? And I would say move, but the town she lives in, there's not a lot of options. No, it's a small town and there's just not anything, you know, available right now. So I'm kind of stuck here for a little while. So if somebody has an idea on how that could happen, either one of those scenarios, the one with a metal frame or the one with a wooden frame, we would be open to hearing your theories. Yes. So... Carol Hughes, find me on Facebook. Kathy Gordon, find her. That's a C-A-T-H-Y, Kathy. Yeah. Find her on Facebook. Send one of us a message, and then we can discuss it and maybe and maybe help us get a little insight. Yeah. Because I ain't got any. <laughs> help, help, you guys. Or if there's anyone that lives in the southeast Kansas area and needs a new roommate, let me know. <laughs> That's a possibility. Or if you've got a house for rent to somewhere nearby, (laughs) that would be good. Or if somebody knows a demonologist or someone who's got some. I was really, I was scared to go to bed last night. And it is strange. I don't even want to go to bed. It is weird too, because the house is the parsonage of the church. So the church is literally right there. They share the oh, same yeah. ground. <laughs> the so church you ain't is getting, right next to me. You ain't getting no protection from Jesus over there either. No, what's going like, on? Come on, man. It's really, know. really quite a thing. So anyway, like I said, maybe something protected me, you know, the other night. That's when this definitely happened. a glass half full approach. I applaud you on that. <laughs> glass half broken, more like <laughs> approach. Well, let's go to a story let's that do. won't be near as creepy as Kathy's. No, let's see. I want to hear somebody else's problems right now. <laughs> so it says, I've always felt that I had a spirit or something following me around my whole life. Sound familiar, Kathy? <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Ever since I was a kid, I've either heard, felt, or seen things that seemed to be paranormal. One of the things that scared me most was when my mom and I lived in Arizona. My parents bought a four-bedroom house out there, but it was summer, so my dad stayed in California to work while my mom's sister and a boyfriend that I had at that time lived in the house. The house was originally a three-bedroom home, but years before we bought it, they added an extra bedroom, so that ended up being my room. When we first moved in, I told my mom how the house gave me a weird feeling that something wasn't right. It was a beautiful home, but I knew something was up. I was young, and I think she just brushed it off as me acting crazy or something. Well, a few months later, my mom was at work. She worked the graveyard shift. My sister was asleep, and I was getting ready for bed, but my then-boyfriend would come home from work late, and I would have dinner for him. Then I would go to bed, and we all had separate bedrooms. He got home around 1 in the morning. I served him his dinner and told him I was going to bed because I worked early the next day. That's impressive to get up at 1 a.m. That's I'd oh. be like, heat it up. I, I would be like, yeah, I would, it would. There would be a note saying, okay. yeah, it's in the uh, it's in the fridge. Put it in the oven for 10 minutes. The note would you. be like, there's some healthy choice dinners in the freezer. Pick one out. <laughs> um, that's me. There's a Sonic on the way home. <laughs> Stop there. 
Um, let's see. She said, her dinner, I worked early the next day. Went into my room, turned off the light, tried to sleep. The thing is, I have really bad insomnia, so it takes me anywhere from one to two hours to fall asleep. In the meantime, I toss and turn. A few minutes later, I was facing my closet doors, which are mirrored, and I open and close my eyes as usual, out of boredom. Well, the last time I opened my eyes, I was about to close them when I realized I'd seen a white light. Now, mind you, our backyard was facing other backyards, so there's no way any car lights could be seen. I opened my eyes again, and right on the corner of my window, and I had blackout curtains as well, I saw a big ball of white light. I opened my eyes as far as they went, thinking, yep, I'm really seeing this. I stared into the ball of light, and I realized there was a black profile shadow of a girl, and her hair was flowing as if there was a fan or something. As soon as I saw that, I was terrified, and I gasped. And when I gasped, the that's a hard word to say. And when I gasped, the ball of light started moving towards me. I couldn't believe my eyes, and at this point I was shaking, and the only thing I could think of was to hide under my covers like a little kid would. As I was under my covers, I felt as if someone sat or leaned on my arm, and I freaked out even more. I couldn't believe this was actually happening. I thought to myself I needed to turn on my small lamp next to me and run out of the room as fast as I could. The thought of, well, what if I take my arm out and something or someone grabs my arm? As I'm still shaking under my covers, I said, I have no other choice. I need to suck it up and turn on my light. So I reached my arm out and I switched the lamp on, sat up on my bed, and nothing was there. I grabbed my phone, called my then-boyfriend to hurry and come to my room and get me out of there. After that, all I remember is him calling and shouting my name as I sat there on my bed frozen and tears rolling down my face as I stared into the spot where I saw the black shadow figure of the girl. And then I felt my boyfriend grab me by the shoulders and continually asked, what happened? All I managed to say was, get me the hell out of here with tears still rolling down my face. He looked so scared for me, and we went into the living room, and I explained everything that I saw and felt. That night, we slept in the living room. Well, more like he slept. I couldn't close my eyes after that. I explained to my mom what I'd witnessed the next day when she got home, and for the next three months, I wasn't able to enter my room, so I slept in the living room And whenever I needed something out of my room, either my boyfriend or my mom would go in there for me. Okay, that's pretty terrifying if three months go by and you Mm -hmm. need an outfit to wear and it's like, go in and get this one. Yeah. They'd never be able to find anything in my room. No. Um, I've been back in California for a few years now and still seeing or hearing unusual things here and there, but that's the one thing that scared the life out of me that night. Thank you for letting me vent. I really hope I hear some feedback on from you on why you guys think I've had some kind of spirit follow me around or any feedback in general about this incident. Love the show. Listen to it every night. That's from Vanessa. I'll let you start because you, you know, have one happen to be someone who is having problems sleeping right now and being in your With room. With a bedroom. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I first heard you talking as you did the lead in, 
I thought maybe this would be a case that I could blame on the phenomenon of, I believe it's called pareidolia. Oh, that sounds like something that would itch. <laughs> well, it doesn't. And I have it to the max and probably a bunch of you guys do too. But that like, say you look up in the clouds and you, you just look at them for a minute and then you see, you know, like Jimmy Durante's profile or something, right? Or you're looking into tiles or something with a pattern and all of a sudden you see, I don't know, Elizabeth Taylor's yeah, face. Yeah, I've had or, that happen. You, you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? You can, Or maybe you see two people marching or you see somebody with their arms jumping or you, you, you start to make things out of it. Now... I thought everybody did this. And then I realized that not everybody does see these things. That people, you know, with certain, you know, that are maybe more on the creative end for some reason do this a lot. Where if they, like, if I'm just kind of staring off into space, I'll all of a sudden see something in the wall. Right, I can I can make that happen. And so when you were talking and you said she was seeing this white light or whatever, and then she saw something in it, I thought, hmm, I wonder if that's a case of pareidolia. But not at all. It doesn't sound like it was at all if there's this white light and it's floating around the room. Like her backyard sounds like my backyard. There's no alley, no there's no car that can get back there. I have a six foot fence. You know, it's one acre from my street to the neighbors behind me, their street, you know, so there's a lot of space. So you couldn't see car lights. Now someone maybe could jump my fence and have a flashlight back there, but also like my room, she has blackout curtains. Like in the morning when the sun comes up the top of my curtains, you can, there's light around the curtains, but nothing comes through the blackout curtains. So Mm -hmm. that white light had to been inside a room. Yeah. And it was moving. So it makes me think it was some sort of apparition that she saw, which was why she was having the creepy feelings about living in the house. You know, she was picking up on something that was there. It never happened again, apparently. Doesn't sound like it. Like, I know she's really scared of a room, but it doesn't sound like it happened in other places in the house. Do you think that maybe, like... There is something, you know, some kind of spirit in the house, and they know who they can connect with. I'm going to guess, right? Like, I can get through right. to that lady because I've done some experiments on her. I threw the the picture off the wall. I yeah, got her attention. I'm getting her attention. She's picking up on what I'm throwing down, and I yeah. mean that literally. <laughs> Maybe I, if I throw some glass and just miss her by a few inches, she might notice yeah. me. So maybe it's like that, like the spirit's like trying to get somebody's attention and got her attention, but terrified the girl so much that never tried anything like that. That she, again. that she turned, that the girl turned it off. Yeah. Vanessa, Vanessa yeah. put a stop to it. As, Shut it down. I think that's very possible. I, I don't know. I, or the spirit's you know, like, oh, I totally blew that. Like, well, wasn't trying to terrify her. Like, it seems to be, I get it, because you, I, in my house, it seems to be that one area. I, I don't particularly notice anything in other places. Well, other than I had the red smoke once in the hall. But, but you know, it's just red th- smoke in the hall. Yeah, I did have <laughs> some red 
foggy smoke. <laughs> and there was lots, that one day. Uh, you know, but mostly everything just kind of is contained to the bedroom. Yeah. And so that could be the case with Vanessa, too, that she felt safer in the living room and apparently nothing uh, happened again then. But that says a lot. When you're so terrified, you won't even go in your room to get your dang clothes. Right? That's bad. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think that... Um, I think it was an apparition. I do, too. And that That's I think I that think. it terrified her so much that she shut it down and... That was that. Mm-hmm. Not going to get yeah. back in. But yeah. also people who have had those experiences their whole lives are more open to having something like that happen. Yeah. So, oh, I don't know. I'm sorry that happened to you, Vanessa. And Kathy, yeah. I'm sorry that happened to you too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but next time yeah. you invite me over for like a girl weekend in your town, I'm going to be like, hell No. <laughs> no, I'm going to say, no, oh, you no, have to no, sleep no. in that bedroom because I changed the bedroom. <laughs> I changed bedrooms. Hey, if you have a real ghost story, we'd like to hear it. Call it in, 855-853-4802. Write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You can become a premium subscriber, get advanced episodes. You'll have access to the archive and no commercials. Go through Apple Podcasts. You can also sign up through patreon.com slash stories or at ghostpodcast.com. And for all of us here at Real Ghost Stories Online, thanks for listening.